4: In the air
3: everywhere. Another edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller back at it on a Saturday. Here we are. Very exciting. Myself and Danny G radio, the most anticipated podcast, Danny, (laughs) of the weekend, the much awaited blow by blow recap of a trip to radio row. Uh, which is uh, very exciting, very exciting for me. I've not been to Radio Row. So we, uh, we will get into all of the goodness that is Radio Row. And I uh, cannot wait to get it because I've been waiting. You know, I told some of the stories, Danny, on the radio, but I didn't get into it too much. I figured, why not save this for the podcast? That's where it's all about, right? The podcast. So
5: yeah, save it as you should. And this is way better than a recap of the game. Who watched that game? This is more about Radio rope. Yeah,
3: I mean, listen, 112 million, but there's like 330 million people in America, so more people didn't watch the Super Bowl than actually watched the Super Bowl, but a very limited amount of people, very limited amount of people get to hear this podcast. This is a very exclusive uh, group. So I've got serendipitous, debonair, customary, bunkering, and critically acclaimed this is a jam-packed fifth hour the amount of content that you are going to get on this edition of the fifth hour is insane right i mean it's just non-stop unless it's not all right uh so serendipitous uh danny and this is actually before i even ran into you at the la convention center where radio row was last week so i you know finally making it there and and being part of the ambience, but getting there, parking was a nightmare uh, as they had artificially inflated the price of parking, taking advantage of the Super Bowl crowd. Uh, so, right around Radio Row, the parking was like 50 bucks a lot of those places. But uh, yeah. I, I ended up parking about two miles away, at least according to my step tracker, it was two miles away. And uh, they'd cleaned up a lot of the homeless. I don't know where they put them, but they'd clean them up a lot. And anyway, I parked like uh, it was like still 30 bucks to park. So that was the first kick in the in the nuts, uh, having to pay 30 bucks to park. I was only planning to be there for like two or three hours. Danny. Yeah, it wasn't. I ended up we ended up staying a lot longer, but my plan was only to be there a little bit.
5: I know exactly what the city of L.A. did, what they always do. They put some pocket money into their jacket, put them on a bus and they dropped them off in Palmdale. I lived in.
3: Compton. Classy. Yeah. Classy. Well, they'll all be back now. They're probably already back now that the Super Bowl is over like They don't care anymore until the next big event. And then they're going to ship all the homeless homeless out. But it was, it was, very weird, you know, you know how things happen in life. And so I ended up parking in a lot. I, I usually had this lot that I parked in when I would go to games in downtown LA, but I decided not to park there. I, I decided I want to park a little closer. And then I ended up parking further away, but in a different direction you know, where I decided to park a couple of miles away. And, it, you know, it was a long walk, it was fine. The weather was great, whatever. But it was a it was a serendipitous decision because if I had parked somewhere else, I would not have been able to run across who I ran across there. My path took me directly into the man known as Helmet Man. Oh, yes. I'm actually on the live air. Yes, you're on. The, yeah, you, you, <laughs> The superhero helmet man who just just happened to be out on the street there selling his products. It was like a light shining from heaven. I fell asleep. That's the man right there, the great helmet man. And he hadn't called the show in a couple years. I was telling you the story, Danny, when we were at the the restaurant there, but he had not called the show in a couple years. I was concerned. Eddie was concerned. We were all concerned because he had come by the studio and just, like, knocked on the door and we put him in. And we hadn't heard from him and he'd always check in with us every once in a while, to see what was going on. And so we were worried he had passed on, gone to the pearly gates or something like that. And uh, no, I ran into him and he acted like nothing had happened. Hey, Ben, you know, like that. And it was, just, it was,
5: it was great to see him. He actually called into the show uh, early this week. Nice. I heard your Monday morning show and I heard you tell a little bit of this story and Eddie and everybody, Seemed really happy that he was there with us. But I didn't know he called the show, though.
3: Yeah, he called in a couple days uh, later, and he said he was at the Super Bowl, and he sold a Joe Burrow Bengals jersey for 100 bucks. Wow. That was his big sale there, which is a big deal for Helmet Man. And he also said he was at Sofa Stadium. <laughs> so they've changed the name of Sofa. It is now Sofa Stadium. <laughs> in the hood, in Englewood, and he said he lives over there now. That uh, that he moved, he relocated. But it was—he's a very charming man, and it was nice to to catch up with him. And a great start to a very fun day, uh, uh, you know, around the Super Bowl and all that stuff. And so, so that was my uh, my serendipitous uh, trip. And and then, as far as the the Radio Row, I mean, you've been to these things before, Danny. I'd not been to Radio Row, but. It's a lot of uh, grab ass, a lot of grab ass going on. Not good at grab ass, not good. uh, An introvert does not do well at radio. I thought he did pretty good, all things considered.
5: Yeah, I was trying to be social. Yeah, no, when uh, we were finishing up, I made the joke that it felt like uh, Jerry Maguire, where he is taking his wide receiver to do a lap. And he's like, come on, I know you're not very social, but let's do a lap. Let's work the room one time. <laughs> That's and like see, and at the end he was like, "That wasn't hard, right?"
3: Yeah. Well, you were you were escorting me. We were a tag team here, walking around a uh, radio row. And there's definitely a class system that I noticed at Radio Row. That was one of the first things I noticed. Like most of the stations have just a crappy little table and a box of equipment, and maybe they have one of those vinyl signs behind them if they're lucky. Yeah. So you've got – that's the vast majority of Radio Row. And then we have the Fox Sports Radio $100,000 set, which they put in, the company put in. Um, And there were some other big – DraftKings had a big stage I saw. Uh, CBS had a big one. I mean, there were a few of them that were pretty big. Most of them were pretty pretty small. And everyone's rubbing elbows with
5: everyone else on this. I remember it was either Miami Beach or – Atlanta because they had huge sets like that at both my former program director at NBC Sports Radio was at one of the tables like you're talking about and when I saw him instead of saying hi he looked up at our set and he said what are you guys doing setting up for a fucking Metallica concert (laughs) yeah it was
3: and I said this I was on with Jason and Harmon I went on for a segment or two and I I wasn't kidding. Like I've fortunately had a year. I worked in television at NBC in Stanford, Connecticut. I was never on a set that was as nice as the one for a week at radio row. It was insane. Uh, how nice that was. And I felt like I felt a little shame because I I feel like I'm more, I'm more like the guys at the card tables. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was a different world being on the stage and all that. Not that I'm complaining, but it was, and I, f- I felt guilty because all these guys are looking, as you said, they're looking up. They're like, "Oh, look at you, big shots coming in here with your yeah. your
5: massive set and all that stuff." And your fancy pants set with your yeah. Lamborghini here at the Super Bowl. But trust me, Ben, it's way better than riding in one of those Pintos. And the Mallard Militia would agree that after all these years of doing sports radio. You deserved a Lamborghini there at the Super Bowl. Well,
3: it was nice. It, it was very cool. And, uh, and I, I guess I can, I can go POB. If you want, I can drop some names. You can drop yeah. names too. I, I, I jotted down a few names of people I met. I met uh, big Jim Murray and Maz from the Felger and mash show. That is the number one afternoon drive, local big market radio show. That's on our affiliate, our Fox sports radio affiliate, 98, 0.5 uh, FM, the Sports Hub, and so those guys are great. I'm mean, in fact, Big Jim Murray is he's going to come on the podcast, so we're going to get him on in a future podcast. Very nice, and, and shoot the crap about his uh, rise up on the uh, Felger and Mash show in Boston, and that show dominates the uh, the radio waves there in Boston. Uh, I'm trying to think who else there uh, had, had a very brief. You were actually part of this, a very brief encounter with the 100 million dollar man pat mcafee
5: yeah because he was a guest on radio row with me in atlanta for outkick the coverage and dude had a crazy good memory you know i'm talking to him about a super bowl from a couple of years ago and he was like oh yeah he's like "Uh, that's when buffalo wild wings had me on your set he was right that's exactly what happened and so i was able to then turn it over to you and got a couple good pictures of you guys and You guys chopped it up. He wanted to know when you slept.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we were we were talking. And very debonair. Very debonair, uh, Pat McAfee. Full, as you see on his TV, radio show, whatever it is. Well, if you call ripped jeans debonair. Well, you know, it's modern debonair. And he was the only radio guy that had an entourage.
5: He's like the bro of sports talk radio. And he did have a huge entourage. Yeah. Um, I mean, he even had some live performances going on. By different hip hop artists that were stopping by throughout the week. And I'm proud of them because at that time, I remember Clay Travis asking me after the 15 minutes with us at that Super Bowl. He was so good that Clay said, Hey, Danny, talk to him and his manager, see if he can do a weekly hit on Outkick. That would be great. Well, you know the rest of the story. He went on to do his own show. Yeah.
3: And that was the single greatest paid guest in sports radio over the last year was aaron Rodgers. no one's even close like every week because of the circumstances of you know him not getting the vaccine and people complaining about that and all that stuff and the packers who were the top team in the nfc during the season it was every week it was something it was like on oh, the pat mcafee show but good for him. He got a $100 million deal from, what, FanDuel, I think it was? Is that the one that uh, – or DraftKings? One of the gambling uh, outfits uh, paid him. So uh, it was nice to meet him. He was nice. Very nice uh, brief conversation there. And he, But he did have that flotilla of uh, people around him there riding his coattails. But he's like a former NFL player. So is that – like he's not – he played in the NFL. He was a punter. So you've got that. There was a, a name radio person that we walked past, Danny, and did not acknowledge us. Oh, did yeah. Did not acknowledge us. And oh, I'm pretty, pretty sure, pretty sure the person saw me. Surprise, motherfucker. Who was it? We will not reveal the name. We will not reveal the name. But it was someone.
5: His last name rhymes with Flick. We <laughs> Someone we
3: both know. And it just, uh, just randomly, we were walking in. He was walking out. Ships passing in the night, and uh, no, no, even fake hello. We got uh, none of that. So, uh,
5: I don't think he saw you because he was looking kind of the other direction, or he looked right through you, maybe because you're so thin now.
3: Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, he definitely looked my direction now maybe you know because you're around you're in a strange environment there's a bunch of random people it is possible not probable it's possible that he did not connect and i and to be fair i mean he's one of the guys that i haven't seen since i lost a lot of weight so maybe
1: he
7: two and
3: two together there is that possibility that he expected me to be a total lard ass and i didn't show up as a total lard ass and so that might have been the the issue there uh as far as the hospitality danny uh, it was okay they had uh, for the media they had a lot of chips
5: soda right there's vending
3: machines that they had in the green room
5: one of the highlights ben of walking around that event with you once you and i got nfl bags we were able to really go to town and put freebies in the bags and what i loved is you had a calculator in your head every time we got something <laughs> for free you were like there's one dollar off my parking there's five off my parking that's 10 towards my parking <laughs> <laughs> that is outstanding that yeah. is the tv slash radio guy to their core adding up the freebies to make sure the parking got paid on january 19th 2022 for bbdo and at and radio add id axwr
4: 975000 spot title fiber lifestyles meet the walkers bau 60 60 second radio
6: Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. Welcome to another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the 18T fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Say hello to the Walkers, a family of not one but four gagillionaires, each living up their gagillionaire life at ludicrous internet speed. First up, Anna Walker. She dominates streaming like the matriarch she is. No show ever goes unwatched under her watch. Next episode. Next up, Peter Walker. There's no stopping this dad bod from showing up to his virtual workout sessions. Let's go leg day. And finally, the Walker twins. They may look alike but couldn't internet more differently. Harry dominates his fellow online gamers while Heather group video chats with friends.
5: Ooh, nice background filter, Jess.
6: Live like a gagillionaire. Get internet that upgrades everything. AT&T Fiber. Now with speeds up to 5 gigs.
2: Limited availability in select areas.
1: Speed's not guaranteed. Single-device wire speed. Max 4.7 gig per second. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details.
0: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you their fearless guide to this fascinating world find a forest
2: near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org brought to you by the united states forest service and the ad council
4: and we're live here outside the perez family home just waiting for the and there they go almost on time this morning mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry looks like dad has the bags daughter is bringing up the rear oh but the diaper bag wasn't closed
2: Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at nhtsa.gov/slash/the-right-seat. Visit nhtsa.gov/slash/the-right-seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council.
3: Yeah, so I did. I did the math on this, and I said, you know, with inflation, with with Biden, the price of everything going up. I figured per Gatorade, three bucks. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Per Gatorade, the soda. Probably around the same, maybe a couple of bucks for the soda. I'm going yeah, lower. Two
5: dollars, two dollars for the soda.
3: Two dollars for the soda, bag of chips. I'm not sure, maybe a buck fifty, uh, maybe maybe two bucks, depending. So I
5: was doing the math and then old spice products.
3: Yeah, there was old spice, although we, we really botched that. We could have got more of that. We Damn it. That was we, had,
5: we, we yeah. missed out on some panini football cards that we didn't know about until it was too late. So there were a couple of misses on our part, but we yeah. we cleaned up. We did clean up pretty good, though.
3: Yeah, like I, I remember, I was walking back to my car through the mean streets of downtown L.A. There, and that bag was pretty heavy, pretty heavy. And boy, we going to the the uh, what do they call it? it? Wasn't just a gift shop; it was something else. They had some name for it. I forget the name of it.
5: Oh, it was the NFL Super Bowl store.
3: Yeah, oh, so wow. we walked through there and. You know how you, you go to like Disneyland and when you walk through a ride, they let you out in the gift shop. Yep. It had that kind of vibe and Disney like prices, the NFL. Yeah. They, uh, they really know how to make those cash registers. Cha-ching, 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 <laughs> cha-ching. And uh, you look at the prices. Oh,
2: hell no.
3: Yeah. You're like, no, I can't be that much. Uh, I only got a couple of hats. And it sent me back over a hundred bucks for two hats and uh, this hat's made out of gold. I mean, <laughs> my goodness. And you were, you were running around there trying to, cause you were buying some stuff for some people, right? You had some mm-hmm. uh, like a bangle fan and some other, other people, the, uh, the, the queen tenderoni yes, uh,
5: right. As well. So got her a nice hat that matches her colors that she loves we both were able to get a couple of shirts on our way out. Oh, that's right. Well, that was
3: that was the great we that was the unexpected bonus at the end of the night. We yeah. were leaving and I was only planning on staying for like 2 hours. I thought oh, I'll just go for 2 hours, get the hell out of there. We ended up deciding and I think this was a great decision to avoid the gridlock LA traffic rush hour getting out in the belly of the beast there in downtown LA. We both determined we were having a good time, so we're like, "Oh, let's just stick around." So we ended up staying I don't know when we leave eight o'clock or something like that at night. Yeah, we shut 30? the
5: place down pretty much. Yeah. Which was a good decision because you were able to go on live with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon, which was a lot of fun. And yeah, also, that was good. Yeah. Also. And let me back up a little bit when we were on radio row talking about being on live radio, we met your boy Q. One of the main hosts on Raider nation radio, Las Vegas. We're talking to him about Vegas and, the Super Bowl coming up in a couple of years. And we were having a fun little conversation with him. He had the headset. Now, prior to talking with him, I asked him, I said, You're not on right now, right? He said, No, 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 it's cool. I'm in a commercial break. He lost track of time. We say goodbye to him. He puts his headset on, and I hear him talking to his engineer back at the Raider Nation radio. And he was like, What, three minutes? You've been playing my intro music for three minutes. A <laughs> so beautiful so made him three minutes late to his radio
3: show. So some, uh, some Jamoke driving around Vegas is like, why is this jackass not talking about the Raiders? Why is he playing this music? What is going on here?
5: Yeah. The, that P Diddy classic. Well, that would be like if three minutes of that just ran without just saying a word. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened to your boy Q there in Vegas.
3: The whole They have a whole radio station in Vegas, just Raider 24-7 Raider programming. That's right in your wheelhouse, Danny G. Love right? it. That format is, is crazy. All right. Uh, so we stayed till we were past traffic. And on our way out, we'll get back to the radio mm-hmm. row. We're giving you the blow-by-blow blow because this is the kind of content you didn't know you need, but you can't get enough of. This is the kind of audio content you're looking for on a Saturday. So – on our way out, you know, there was, you know, was a decent crowd of people just mulling around outside the exit, and there were some a bunch of people selling the the, the bacon wrapped hot dogs. Oh, they were, yeah! I mean, they lined them up on both sides of the street. It smelled really good, uh, really, really good. And then there were a couple of dudes with bags of shirts,
5: and they were Super Bowl shirts. Like these are good looking shirts. Yeah, they did a good job on them. These are some of the L.A. entrepreneurs that we like to support. Uh, I'm going to say, Ben, checked the tags on the shirt. He checked the quality of the shirt. Yeah. Make sure that the print on both sides was nice and then made sure the price was right.
3: Yeah, no, it was inside the uh, price-gouging NFL store. It, that same shirt would have been 60 bucks, probably, something like that. Yeah, $65. In that, yeah, 65 bucks. And we got it outside for 20 bucks and it's, it's a good looking shirt. It's well, it's well-made it passed the Mather test uh, where I, I kind of pulled it apart and I was like, let me look at that. And I was like, I was and then, but the price of even counterfeit shirts has gone up. I, at the world series in 2017, I bought a couple of those shirts out on the streets outside Dodger stadium. And I paid 10 bucks a shirt. So in five years from 2017 to 2022, it's gone up, but you know, half it's double.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, these guys are smart. They know exactly where the price point was on the inside of the event. And so they knew that their price point outside of the event was a bargain
3: yeah. Yeah. No, I then we I wasn't going to do it, but I, I once I saw the quality of the shirt, I was like, oh, okay." Cuz I was, was going to get a shirt and I was like, "Well, that's pretty expensive and then you don't know how much you're going to wear it, but if you get a deal like that, you got to take advantage of that for
5: sure." Hats on the inside that were official, yeah, and shirts on the outside which were semi-official.
3: Yeah. Well, also I we we went I'm bouncing around here, but we went to a, a restaurant. Now, I did not eat. I, I was a douche. Because I was fasting, man, and I sat there, and you had, uh, oh, you had a delicious plate of chicken fingers. I, I was, I was, I was in pain. I was like, that looks so delicious. And Harmon and, and uh, Bershinger, Ryan Bershinger, keep trying, Ryan. We all went to this restaurant across from, from the Crypt
5: Arena, whatever it's called there. And, yeah, we uh, went to Tom's at LA Live. There, right across from the event, and I was bummed out because you know I I haven't got to break bread with you in a while.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know,
5: back in the live radio days with you, we used to have pizza parties all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, you and I would go to Cheesecake Factory and places like that to break bread. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know your style of food. I know what you love. Their menu was right up your alley. Oh, I love bar food. I love bar food. But I'm, I've am i been able to work
3: out in a while, Danny, because my treadmill's on the fritz. And, and so I'm so paranoid as a recovering fat man. Every time I eat a big meal out like that, and then I figured I was going to eat later, I was like, Oh, I'm going to get fat. So don't do that. Ben don't do that. So I just drank water and uh, yeah, sorry, right. M- maybe next year, next year I'll, uh, I'll participate. But it, the food looked great. It was great conversation. I love radio meals where it's just a bunch of radio people telling radio stories. That's the greatest thing. And I don't have many of those anymore because of COVID we haven't had those in a long time. I hadn't seen a lot. I don't think I'd seen Harmon, uh, since, since all this happened, uh, I mean, I hadn't been in very much, so I haven't seen any any of you guys that much. Um,
5: And a a lot of the hosts and other announcers are remote from their homes this past year or two, like Dan Byer, who we saw, I hadn't seen him since Kobe passed away and we were eating together at the Miami beach Super Bowl. crazy ride the past couple of years.
3: Yeah, and I had not seen Gottlieb or Byers since we went to a golf tournament. They had a Fox Sports Radio golf tournament in the middle of 2019, which somehow somebody screwed up and invited me to that.
5: And I had a a wonderful time. It's a tournament you spoke about with Bucky Brooks on the podcast. That's
3: right, yes. Bucky, uh, Bucky was one of my golf partners there and saw me hit the worst shot in the history of golf uh, that I hit a folding chair, uh, which I – I still don't know how I was able to pull it off. Just ram it. Uh, But, yeah, that was cool. It was a good time, even though I didn't eat. uh, Just the the company was great, hanging out with you and Harmon and and, and Bershinger.
5: After the bar, you spent five, ten good minutes with a horse. I did. I did. That's right. I got – I apologize. You guys had to wait
3: for me. I was very rude. I've always been a fan of the Cavalry. The uh, Los Angeles, I, see this, I do the same thing when I go visit my brother in New York. So it's not just LA police, but it's like the, the police on horseback. It's just like, for some reason that just gets me every time. I'm like fascinated by that. I love you. Right. And so we were walking back and there was a, a couple of horse uh, officers, officers on horseback <laughs> and uh, they weren't actual horses. And so I went over to see the horse and talk to the officer and it was it was pretty neat. He was telling me about how difficult it is. There's very few uh, officers that are on the, the the cavalry or whatever they call it. And uh, there's only like 20, I think, in all of Los Angeles. And so it was it was interesting. He was giving me a little inside skinny. And you know, if you're you know, one of the officers, you, you have to pass all these
1: tests. Like it's a very elite group of people that are allowed to do it. And so I took a photo.
7: Terms and conditions apply.
3: Maybe I'll post that. I don't think I posted that one uh, last week, but I did take a photo with the horse. I think it came out pretty good. Everyone, the horse was looking. I was looking. The officer was looking. Everything was, everyone was happy and, and all that stuff. So that was a good photo. And, uh, but you guys had to wait for me to get done. And I appreciate you waiting. Very. Uh, another radio guy, we're dropping names here. Former, very briefly, a colleague of ours at Fox sports radio. And one of the great late night hosts who's done it a lot longer than I have. And uh, someone I respect in radio. Cause he's been good at it for a long time. That'd be Scott Farrell, Farrell
5: on the bench. Yeah. That was, that was one of the highlights of the entire trip to radio row. I remember being a little kid in the car when my family moved from LA to the Bay, I remember being in the Bay area and he was the first sports talk radio guy to simulcast his show. We actually got to see what he looked like as he did his show on cable TV, and then we would hear him on the radio as we drove in the car. And one of his shticks was his listeners would call in and they would tell him what kind of alcohol they would like him to pour. Uh, Pour me an old English. And they had different sound effects of the alcohol being poured. All these years later and all the success he's had, It was very cool to talk to him in person and then see how much he looked up to you and guys like you, because you guys have a lot in common, obviously.
3: Yeah, it's great. I've known, you know, I listened to Scott too, before, you know, I might, I was actually in the business, but it was like kind of early on and stuff, but Scott's been on forever. And uh, we worked, I worked with him, his West, he was working at Westwood one. His syndicated show was picked up by the local affiliate I was working at. And then you know, they tried to make it like a local national thing. Cause he was in LA. He was living in orange County. And so he came to some remotes and we kind of hung out together there. And then he came through Fox sports radio briefly, but it was great to talk to him. He's very kind. He said some nice things about me on his show, which was cool. And, uh, we're going to get Scott on the podcast. Uh, I think uh, he's, he's good to go. He says he's good to do it. And we were catching up and we were talking about his days at Fox sports radio and he's he told me he knows me. And there's like a few other people. There's hardly anybody but it's crazy. How long he's been gone. It seems like he was just there to me, my concept of time, of course, like Einstein's quote, what is time? Does time even exist? But it seems like I can remember it. Like, it seems like it was like two months ago. Pharrell was working at our place, but it's probably been 15, 16 years, 17 years. Uh, since he worked there something along those lines it's, it's been an insane amount of time and so yeah everyone's pretty much turned over multiple times since then as is the radio world that we live in right a lot of change a lot of that Although we've had some pretty good stability lately at, at fox sports radio for what well, kind of clay getting promoted kind of ruined that uh but that's good for clay because he got the limbaugh show and all that so it was it was neat talking to pharrell and and his thing and his radio run and he's does some internet TV thing as well. Yeah. So he's, he's got a lot going on. And he's, it's so weird. Cause you know, I, I knew Pharrell before he really had a family or anything like that. Now he's, you know, all grown up. We're all grown up, I guess.
5: Yeah. He was telling us about how two of his boys are basketball stars at their school. So the, yeah, you're right. Then to hear somebody talking about their kids in high school and stuff like that, you're like, wow. Time's a passing.
3: Yeah, yeah. Time does not slow down for anyone. The train keeps a moving. uh, That is for sure.
0: Are you wasting two perfectly
2: good Saturdays each year?
7: Most people waste two Saturdays getting rid of junk that we could make magically disappear. We're 1-800-GOT-JUNK. We make junk disappear. All you have to do
0: is point reclaim your saturdays call 1-800-GOT-JUNK or visit one 800 got and two smiling
7: happy people will magically appear at your front door they'll be driving a clean shiny truck and they'll be wearing snappy happy uniforms all you have to do is point 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 And that junk will be gone, 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 gone. Hooray! You have a Saturday. Let the party begin. We make junk disappear. Don't waste two perfectly good Saturdays each year. Let us work our magic for you. Give us a call. And we'll
0: give you back your Saturdays.
7: Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK.
0: Or visit one 800 got Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world.
2: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
5: If I could be you. And you could be me.
3: Now, the, the customary part of this, Danny, so we both were in agreement on this. We had such a good time here. We made some contacts for the podcast. We booked future guests for the podcast. We networked. We were schmoozing that we are – I think we're both in agreement. And the company's not going to send us these things because you – no. Know. But since the next two Super Bowls, Super Bowl 57 and Super Bowl 58, are geographically desirable – I think our plan is to try to make it to Arizona and Glendale Arizona and then Las Vegas after that. That's a big one for you Danny the Las Vegas yeah. Super Bowl but we can get into radio row so I think the the plan is I might even you know go a day early and do the overnight show from a radio station in Phoenix and then and then that way I'm in town for the next day but uh, I think we're going to do it, right? That's the plan. You know, Who knows? Maybe we'll both get different jobs. I don't know. Maybe you'll do something else. But assuming we're in the same
5: situation here, we're going to be there, right? That's right, man. If it's in driving distance, then we'll do it again. Look out, Ben Maller on the loose. Yeah. You'll go from not having gone to any of the radio rows for how many years to all of a sudden three years in a row. You'll become a fixture of radio. Yeah.
3: I'm excited about that. And since we'll be on the road. We can do like a mini Maller meet and greet in uh, in Phoenix in Vegas, and Vegas and all that in the next, of course, years down the line and all that. And uh, no, it's all fake news. It's not fake. It's news. phony stuff. It's not phony. It didn't happen. It, well, it's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Now, as far as bunkering uh, is concerned, uh, I got several emails. I didn't want to use this in the emails. We're going to do the email tomorrow, and I don't want to do that uh, here. But I got several people asking, what did you eat during the Super Bowl? We were asked what I was going to eat. And so I just wanted to pay that up. So you stop asking me, I don't know why that's so interesting. Who the hell cares what I eat? Seriously. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, but uh, so uh, my answer, actually probably will surprise you. I, we're having some work done still after all this time at the Mallor mansion, there's still slowly work being done. And my wife is orchestrating all that. I'm encouraging her to try to get a lot of this stuff done quickly. Cause I'm tired of the sporadic uh, construction. We're both tired of it. So anyway, she had scheduled some some work done in the kitchen of all places, Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah! So I was hunkering and bunkering down in my studio slash office, and my wife actually had to work on Super Bowl Sunday. But she did fi- she she works at night like I do. But on her way out of the door, she felt pity on me, Danny, because I couldn't go into the kitchen. It was off limits. It was a construction zone. So I'm bunkering in the studio. And she very nice. This is good. You know, you picked a a, a good wife, and she's picked uh, the right uh, person. Maybe not. I'm I'm not the right person. But she she made these big bowls, these big snack bowls. So I I had one for the first half, and one for the second half. But it was all like popcorn, chocolate almonds, uh, that kind of stuff. Nice. He, nothing I could because if if I had had access to the air fryer. Or the oven, I would have made like mini tacos, taquitos, you know, that, you know, that finger foods, that kind of stuff. But well, you were at work, weren't you, Danny? Were you at, in the I studio? Was.
5: Oh, man. Yeah, I was part of the coverage team with Plank and Spanier. I got to the studios at 2.30 p.m. I left 18 minutes into your second hour. Oh, that's a long Mallard night. Show. Did they buy pizza for you and the guys? They did. Big Mike came in to have a meeting with his editing crew. He also brought in Mulberry Street pizzas.
3: Yeah. Now that's good pizza. That's high-end pizza. But my one complaint, the slices are so big, it goes quick. The slices are massive on the Mulberry Street. Yeah. That's that's called nitpicking. (laughs) I did a lot of those Super Bowl shows back in the day. Do do they still get a lot of calls during the game? I was always blown away by that, that you'd be on – yeah competing against the Super Bowl and you'd have a full bank of calls and everyone wanted to talk and it just blew me away but yeah it's cool.
5: Yeah, it was very cool. There there's actually people who like our network so much they muted the broadcast team and had us on instead as their audio track. So that was really flattering and you're right, a lot of calls and interaction. I thought it would be more tumbleweeds and crickets, but there was a, a lot of people listening. That is pretty cool.
3: All right, so we'll get out of here on this. This is critically acclaimed, Danny. So we have been begging, I've been begging, you've been requesting people actually write reviews on the uh, Apple page for the Fifth Hour podcast, and we have, since I last checked, Danny, three reviews. Yeah. So in honor, I, I, we're gonna we're now going to read the reviews. I a person very close to me told me, so, Ben. You really should read the reviews when somebody sends a review in since you're begging people to send reviews and you should read them. I thought, you know, that makes a lot of sense. So Ohio Al gave us a review. Five stars says he loves the Danny G edition. The fifth hour is always entertaining to fill the weekend while waiting for the next week of the Ben Maller show. Keep up the good stuff It's from Ohio Al, a fan of yours and mine. Uh, Thank you for that, Ohio Al. Thank you. He's a little biased because he provided a song that we play every weekend on the podcast for the mailbag. Uh, and also in Vegas wrote in, he headlined fifth hour, great podcast. Big Ben is a radio legend, huge upgrade adding Danny G. Then he takes a pot shot at Gascon. He says the other guy blew major chunks, one word narcissist. Well, that's not very nice, Rob. How dare you? But thank you for the review, Rob. Thank you for the review. And uh, Sassy Jojo. Thank you, Sassy Jojo says, "Great show, very entertaining." Danny G is good too, so you got you got oh, yeah. that
5: thrown in there as well, Danny. Thank you, Rob, and thank you, Jojo. Yeah, and, and Ohio Al as well. Who and loves Ohio it. Al, yeah, I the G three, Hawaii. yeah, the three of you. If we can now multiply that like Gremlins, Ben. Yes, let's get three more. Let's ask for three more reviews. That's it. We'll shoot low, and I promise you, from now on,
3: all right, I guarantee every week. When you make a review, we'll read it. We'll read it right here on the podcast. We'll give you a little love on the podcast because you're giving us love. We'll yep. give you a little audio love as a thank you. Because I know it's a pain in the ass. Who wants to do that? What a pain in the ass. You don't want to sit there. You got to fill out that whole thing. And you're like, well, it's a waste of my time. But we thank you for doing it. does matter. And so uh, thank you. And we'll, I think we'll check out for today. We got the mailbag on Sunday, right? Sunday, 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 the mailbag.
5: Yeah, can't can't wait wait for that. that. It's going to be
3: fun. And, uh, boy, that Friday podcast, if you missed it, a doozy. We don't need to bring Jonas in. Go back, download, listen, the whole thing. Have a great rest of your Saturday, though, and we will chat
5: with you again tomorrow. Oh, and I almost forgot, Ben. Lastly, at Danny G Radio on Twitter, I have COVID tests for sale. <laughs> that's
3: right compliments of the nfl radio row <laughs> right,
5: well, they, they kept giving us free covid tests i think i have like five of them their first sale it was wonderful all right see you guys bye felicia
3: Entries due February 26th. No purchase necessary. or prohibited. Hey America, you could win $5,000 a week forever from Publishers Clearinghouse.
7: You heard me right. You could now win $5,000 a week paid to you every week for your whole life. Then after that, someone you choose gets five grand a week for their life. But you have to go to
4: pch.com before it's too late. There's just days left to enter to win, so go to pch.com right now. You can't win if you don't enter. It's $5,000 a week forever. Go to pch.com right now. That's P-C-H. Dot com.